I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Eric Montrose, A.C. Earl, Joey Devine, Jerome Moiso, Joseph Forte, Sean Keen. Troy Bell, Michael Smith, musical guest, Boston, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, and we are here with our midweek pre-draft edition of the Round Ball Rock podcast. Sean, how are you tonight? Sean Keen, co-host. I should say your whole name, probably. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I mean, whatever. Don Pardo said it. Do I As well as my- listing a lot of uh, disappointing Boston Celtics draft <laughs> picks. I wonder if that's a preview of what we might hear tonight. Do I say my whole name? I can't remember now. I've done this Do you- so many times. <laughs> It's me, your temporary host. I think you sometimes don't really say your name at all. You just say, it's me, your oh, temporary host. Weird. I should get better at hosting. I mean, I don't you know. You should fire me. I'm temporary. You can find Look, a better host. Ru- Ru- Ruby is unfortunately out of the country, so we can't. <laughs> the only the only other host we've auditioned in the last two years. Well, I mean, we're. I'm still just keeping this, this, this uh, spot warm for uh, our old friend Dave Schilling. Um, before we get started, tons of news today. It's a real round ball rock, uh, punching bag day. (laughs) Oh, Um, man. It's like all our favorite assholes were in the news today. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. before we get to that, uh, some business, um, 
Tweet at us at roundrockpod. Email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. Uh, give us money if you feel like it at the on Patreon at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Uh, call us on the phone at the number that is in the description to this podcast. And um, five-star reviews on iTunes because that's the only um, amount of stars they allow. It's very weird, but... It's crazy. Yeah. So crazy. Um, Sean, how was your day today? Uh, it was good. I was... Uh, well, I, we, I did a day of shooting for a thing that hopefully will uh, be something people can see someday. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, should we? A lot, of, a lot of Hollywood shop talk. <laughs> um, uh, also, I oh, also I wrote a uh, guide to uh, teams draft needs. Sean, the plugs are not them. for not right now. You know this. No, I know, I know. I just, I just like <laughs> the weird thing about my day was that I did this like really intense draft deep dive, and much like every time I do that, I found myself like infatuated with the most random players that. I'm still just reading other people's opinions of and like have seen play once or twice. And I'm just like, Jared Culver's an all-star man. He's the steal of the draft. <laughs> who's going to get Brandon Clark of Gonzaga? I was just going like, to ask, are you one of those weirdos who's super high on Brandon Clark? Yeah. He, the, people are correct to be high. Uh, <laughs> they are incorrect though, because you know, what's a fucking bust name. Brandon, Clark. Brandon Clark. <laughs> I guess it's true. Oh, but I I think it's good that he was only at Gonzaga for one year. Like, I think that Gonzaga's aren't Zags aren't great. Brandon's aren't great. And yeah, uh, I'm just saying he was only there for a year, which is why like you have a chance at being okay at Duke if you leave after a mm-hmm. season. Yeah, but you know what? Who what else is who else isn't great? Clark's man. Ian. Okay. Keon Earl, and Earl. <laughs> But Keon was Keon is a draft success, I think. Mm, didn't he go to prison? <laughs> well, I mean, later. <laughs> I wonder where Keon Clark got picked. I don't know. Pretty I don't know. High, Dis- I think. <laughs> where did Keon Clark get picked? Thirteenth overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has the Raptors franchise record for blocks in a game. Yeah, yeah, he would always have, like, one or two good games in a season, and then uh, teams would uh, not like him because he was a jerk. <laughs> um, he was, oh, he was, he was, he was sentenced to prison, mm-hmm. but his conviction was thrown out. Uh, oh, nope, he did go to prison eventually later. Also, drank a pint of gin every yeah. day in his NBA career. Mm-hmm. And uh, he appears to be now living very near Fred Van Vliet's hometown. Well, okay, not a great, not a great career for Keon Clark. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, we'll talk about draft bus names on the Patreon episode. Yeah, on Friday after the draft, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. But right now, we've got to do some reader mail, and mm-hmm. then we've got so much news to talk about. So much. Yeah. Uh. So let's get to that reader mail right now this is round ball rock reader mail communications from listeners why do we call it reader mail it is confusing for robots 
All right, Sean, we heard from one of our most frequent uh, writers, I believe. Readers? Writers? Uh, John Sullivan. Our friend John Sullivan. The title of his email was, Is Just Trying the New Market Inefficiency? And he says, Since teams usually try to copycat the wrong part of a team that wins a title, what are teams like the Nets going to get wrong when they try to emulate the Raptors? Obviously, teams could learn a lot by just trying to be consistently good and then swinging big when something weird happens. But are the Nets going to think what we really need is two thick, unathletic guards whose success is predicated on creating just enough contact on defense that it causes turnovers without getting foul calls? So, I mean, that's a good question. Also, that's honestly not a terrible strategy. Um, I'm, I'm we're I, th- I feel like we're both pretty into thick point guards. I'm less into thick point guards. <laughs> You're into thick point guards. I'm, I'm more. Look, everyone knows the thing I want most in basketball players is for them to look like Slender Man. Um, yeah, which geez. also makes it more ironic that I'm not big on Kevin Durant's game. <laughs> The Slim Reaper himself. Yeah. Well, actually, no, because Kevin Durant hates that nickname. That nickname is now Slenderman's. Yeah. <laughs> One th- uh, he is. He's not the servant, though. Slenderman only has servants. Yeah. I like a wa- I like a basketball player that looks like Waluigi, and you like a basketball player that looks like Wario. I would say that, that is, is the that is that's basically pretty true. <laughs> yeah. Like if if I I still am like. I want. I, I still think Khalid Elamine got a raw deal in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, also, what you like from a point guard, um, the Raptors guards deliver half of that. Yeah. I mean, I like Kyle Lowry, um, uh-huh. and I like obviously I like Fred Van Vliet, but I've said this before. One of the reasons I hate Tony Parker and always have is I want a point guard that either shoots a ton of threes or dunks really hard. And if you do neither, I'm no, no, thank you. Yeah. That is my general rule with point guards. You have to dunk or shoot threes. And preferably, I want both. Thank you, Penny Hardaway. I love you very much. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) So, okay, so here are some things I think people might emulate with the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Um, signing Jeremy Lin midseason. I think that might <laughs> give people some false hope. Um, I think, like, having um, an overrated rapper courtside delivering <laughs> massages, that might be something that other teams bring out where, like, I'm trying to think of a good example of this, but like, um, what is that? Guy, what's that guy's name in Houston? Mike Jones. I don't think Mike Jones is from Atlanta. I think. Oh, um, I think he was okay. I um, might be wrong. He might be a Houston guy. I don't remember. I haven't thought about Mike Jones in a very long time. Well, do you do you know that phone number? I used to. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I have, look, I know exactly what it's going to be, and you're uh-huh. going to hear it 10,000 times at this draft. It's yep. going to be, everyone is going to be drafting who they think Pascal Siakam is. It was oh. Draymond Green before, and now it's going to be Pascal Siakam. They're going to be yeah. like, oh, he's he's Pascal Siakam. 
he's long and he hustles really hard. Um, and he can sort of do it all. And guess what? No one is going to be Pascal Siakam. Well, yeah, because has anyone actually found another Draymond Green since 2000? Since 20? There's only one, and people haven't figured it out yet. And his name is Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think you need to apologize to Draymond Green for that. Draymond Green's not not that much of a coward, Joey. I'm just it's saying. One thing he... You start playing him at the four or five, I. I'm pretty sure he's going to do exactly what Draymond can do. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing he's not going to do that Draymond does, which is shoot within from longer than eight feet away from the basket. <laughs> that's a, that's something that Draymond Green has always been not afraid to do. So, um, but yeah, the, the, the closest to Draymond Green um, was actually a guy who's like five years older than Draymond Green, PJ Tucker. That's the closest you have. And people didn't really wise up to that. So, yeah, there isn't another Pascal Siakam. Uh, Mike Jones is from Houston. Oh, my bad. So I could see Mike Jones wearing the shirt with the phone number um, and trying to massage a, like, visibly wincing Mike D'Antoni. Like, do you think Mike D'Antoni enjoys, like, personal touch? Because I really don't. Yes, that dude loves touch touching, dude. He lived in uh, Italy for thirty years or whatever. I just, I, I think he's a guy that's like deeply uncomfortable with receiving a massage, dude. That guy has been touched so much. Again, he lived in Italy. You saw what he used to look like. That man, but like, like sexually touched. He, I'm just no, saying, like, I, the that touch man, of a stranger. I am pretty sure it took. A few years in Phoenix for him to remember he can't kiss his players double on each of the cheeks when he says hello to him. I I, <laughs> I don't think he likes it. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Um. Yeah. Well. So if you guys want to know Mike Jones's cell phone number two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. Yeah. Uh, but this is a good question. Oh, the also the addendum. Uh, John Sul- John Sullivan was wondering. Uh, I think he's a more recent listener to the podcast. What is the story with JJ Reddick's secret family? And that's easy. Uh, he played in Philly. He lived in Brooklyn. And he has a family in Philly and a family in Brooklyn yeah, that, that that's we invented. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the only explanation for that is a secret family. Yeah. Uh, just like my favorite television show of all time, Lone Star. Um, all right. <laughs> Uh, should we go to the news? Let's go to the news. That show was called Lone Star, right? I mean, I only know the movie Lone Star. Maybe it wasn't called Lone Star. There was, like, a show. It was created by, like, a guy who was really hot for a while, and he had, like, three shows all at the sa- on all at uh-huh. the same time, and they all got canceled in, like, three days. And one of them was about a guy with two families. Oh, no, I no, think that's Lone was... Star. You're correct. Yeah, yeah. You're correct. <laughs> All right. It aired from, it ran from September 20th, 2010 to September 27th, 2010. <laughs> but yeah, I think he had three. Although it was really, it was really, really heavily promoted during the baseball playoffs. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it starred, um, 
what's her name? The stripper's younger sister from Friday Night Lights, Adrian Palicki, mm-hmm. and David Keith. Oh, and John Voight was in it too. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's Bob and Robert in his two different lives. <laughs> um. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right. Top story, Sean. Lot, tons of news today. So much news. Uh-huh. Um, and, of course, the story everyone is talking about. Something that it shook NBA Twitter to its core. Mm-hmm. Um, Harrison Barnes has opted out of his contract. He's opted out. This is crazy. Falcon is free. Oh, this is insane. Why did he opt out? Uh, because he's not he... going to get twenty-four million dollars a year. I mean, he might. No fucking way. Well, I mean, look, there are going to be a lot of teams with money to spend, and. You know, I mean, look, it didn't it wasn't like he was bad for that contract. No, he just was overpaid. Yeah. And so he opted out of twenty five million dollars for next year. However, who who is the who do you think is like the best free agent who hasn't decided what team to go to yet? Like who legitimately doesn't have like a plan in place yet. Uh, probably Boogie Demarcus Cousins. Cousins. Yeah, but also I don't think Kevin Durant has decided where he's going yet. Um, because I think we would hear some stuff. Yeah, yeah. We would have well, heard I think, some stuff. I think I think he's maybe choosing between two teams. Maybe at this three. Point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. So and I, also, I don't think Kawhi either has this. But again, that's two teams. Uh yeah, I mean he uh look he maybe he just wants to come home. He knows Kevin Durant might be gone. Kept that spot warm for him to uh this is this is like Batman going and training with an evil organization of assassins. Mm-hmm. That's the closest thing to the Dallas Mavericks in the So wait, the you're suggesting program. that uh, Harrison Barnes would sign with the Golden State Warriors. That's what I'm saying. He's coming back. I don't know if they have the money for <laughs> I don't that, th- Sean. <laughs> I don't really know how that would work, Joey, but come on, imagine <laughs> imagine that homecoming. He takes the mid-level because he loves the team so much. <laughs> Look, they need a star to open up that new arena. Look, he signs with them for two years. They get his bird rights again. Then he can get the full $30 million a year max. You know where he's going. Uh, where do you think he is the New York Knicks consolation? Oh my god! <laughs> Barn <laughs> alongside Knox and R.J. Barrett. <laughs> he can really teach R.J. Barrett how to be um, a disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> the, New York Knicks, the New York Knicks are trotting out Kevin Knox, uh-huh. uh, Harrison Barnes. Uh-huh. Rudy Gay. They're getting them all. They're going to trade for Andrew Wiggins. Get they're Tobias gonna get, Harris. Oh, they're gonna, no, not Tobias Harris. They're going to get all the disappointing, uh, like, 
guys who were like the number one recruit in high school and then weren't super aggressive in college. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean they're they're definitely. They, did you say they turned down a trade today? The Knicks. Yeah. What was the trade they turned down? Uh, Atlanta tried to trade them number eight and number ten for number three. Which I mean, the the Hawks themselves traded the number three last year for the five, and that you know a future first round pick. So. They should know, even by their own historical example, that that was not enough. <laughs> so, I mean, like, like, like they literally did it last year and the price was higher. I mean, look, if I were the Knicks and again, I don't really know anything about college basketball, but I do sort of know that R.J. Barrett is um, tall Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> He's from Canada. He is the same height. <laughs> um, he was very highly regarded and he kind of sucked his freshman year <laughs> and his nickname once again is the maple mamba mm. not encouraging i no would one. be afraid that that guy's going to new york i i think if i were the knicks i'd rather have the eight and the ten just because this guy f- particularly feels like he may be um, doesn't want to deal with the expectations <laughs> that the Knicks put on their picks. Well, I'm not. I'm not even. Uh, I I'm not even making a judgment about RJ Barrett, but uh, just just it's an insult to offer so much less than you just paid. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. But like, except if it were a different team doing it, I would find it more. See, acceptable. I disagree though because. The Hawks were giving up Luka Doncic, and R.J. Barrett is not Luka Doncic. Well, no, but I mean, like, Luka Doncic should have been the number one pick. Right. Like, that's... But also, okay, then it would have been Jaron Jackson. You know what I mean? No, but I, th- what I'm saying is, this, it, it's the pick. It's, it, it's, you, you can't, like... <laughs> You're they're they're essentially selling. You saw them make the same transaction. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's it's not this. It they need it. They need to offer more than that. <laughs> they do because who who are they going to get at eight and ten? Cam Reddish, the the even more disappointing Duke <laughs> freshman. Because that's who's Brandon going. Clark, baby. I mean, they could they could take him at probably at any point before twenty. You could probably get. <laughs> I'm gonna guess. Uh, Although, Clover. look, man, if I if I were picking tenth, I would take Brandon Clark. Clark Clark and Culver. Uh, if Culver drops to eight, I do love Culver. I don't think he's <laughs> going to drop that far, though. I'm just Jared saying Culver, names. And I've I heard. don't mean this in, a, in an insulting way. Real Jimmy Butler potential. Mm-hmm. Well, but the trick to getting a Jimmy but to. Uh, you know, the Petri dish, dish that includes getting Jimmy Butler is that he's picked, like, really low, you know? Yeah, that's why that's why the Bulls want him to drop to seven, both so they can get him, and so he's, like, a little mad that he's like, oh, DeAndre Hunter, I hate that guy, you know? <laughs> Man, um, God, Harrison Barnes on the Knicks, it's perfect. You know, his wife is uh, has a master's degree in journalism. She Harrison could, uh, Barnes is married. 
Yeah. He got married right after he signed with the Mavericks, actually. I think he I think he may have been dating her for a long time because she also went to North Carolina. Anyway, that's weird. Congrats, Harrison Barnes. Uh, Hope you hope you hope you get the money you're seeking, Harry B. I really like the Black Falcon, I gotta say. Now, not that I would give him a max contract. (laughs) Uh. I do I do wonder if this is going to be a thing where he uh stays in Sacramento actually and just signs a longer deal. If I were a Kings fan, I'm not sure I'd want that. If he signs for like four and seventy five, would you like that? Mm, Joey, I let just me, feel me... like you can do better than Harrison Barnes. In if you give yourself three years and that much money, um, well, here, let me let me give you tell you a secret about the Sacramento Kings. They probably can't. <laughs> they got a lot of cap space, Joey. I mean, that's fair. Um, all right. Uh, I just don't know if I'd want to tie up. You're gonna have to pay these uh, these guys some money, you know. Yeah, but in you know, Deon, De- Fox's extension would kick in in three years. I mean, I don't. I just don't think Buddy Heald is going to be a max player. I think he will to Sacramento. A max? I mean, I like Buddy Heald too. Yeah, I think Buddy. I think. But it, it, look, there's. I don't. I really don't think they're looking at a money crunch in Sacramento anytime. Just soon. remember what Vivek said about Buddy Heald that one time. What was that? He shoots like Steph, and he's big like Clay. That dude is getting a max contract. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe he's gonna love him that much. <laughs> but you he's know what? Old you like could, Bogut. All right, um, you could do you could do worse with locking up Buddy Healed, man. Sure, yeah. Um, I what like do you Buddy. Think he shot from three last year, Joey. Forty-two percent. Uh yeah, he did four forty-two point seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, career three-point percentage is almost 420. God, okay. that would have been so cool, buddy. Can, healed. Let's get to some news that matters. Uh, All right. First fine. off, Sean, what's going on in the land with of the uh, of the Boston Celtics today? Oh, the 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 greatest basketball city in America, where the fans can transform a player from an ordinary man into a unstoppable force when that crowd is doing coordinated chants uh <laughs> tweeted by a 45 year old man who lives in los angeles yes yeah. <laughs> it's incredible the emotions in that crowd uh yeah so joey um last last episode we talked about how aaron ba- aaron baines had opted mm-hmm. in with the boston celtics good sign uh, good sign what's happening <laughs> we coming back What's happening with the other two players who uh, had they are a player option? Not coming back. So, so Kyrie Irving already announced that he was opting out of his last year with Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this was real, but I saw a tweet about um, movers coming to his house in Massachusetts. <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I can't. I couldn't find it when I was looking at the rundown. So I'm like, and what? Also, like. Well, uh, would I know what Kyrie's house looks like? It was just like it could have just been a picture of a house with a moving van. Um, but 
uh, so there are some reports that say he has been ghosting the Celtics. So funny. Uh, Shams, however, um, Woj, Woj for kids. <laughs> um, he uh, says, "I hope we get a Shams cam on draft night, dude. I, I, he should be, he should be on that cam now." What else is he doing, man? <laughs> um, Sham says that Kyrie has given, quote, public and private signals that he's leaving and that the indications are that he is leaving for the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. He's definitely <laughs> leaving for the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think that's a fairly safe assumption at this point. <laughs> now, Joey did... did um, Shoplifter turned racist radio show host Doug Gottlieb have anything to say? He about had such Irving? a good story today. It makes me this story made me like Kyrie Irving even more than I already liked him. It's so weird that I don't know if it's from doing this podcast because paradoxically, Kyrie Irving went to the Boston Celtics. Something that would normally make me hate somebody. Yeah. <laughs> And I also like he's a game I don't particularly like to watch. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> like it's a real Steve Francis. If Steve Francis was really good game, and like I just don't like watching dribbling that much. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> oh, and like a really good layup. <laughs> I have to say, it's very impressive to watch Kyrie finish like that, but it also reminds me of my own totally awful talent for like lefty layups <laughs> like like i trust myself more to shoot like a 20 footer than a left-handed layup mm-hmm. for sure um but yeah something <laughs> happened look i guess i just love somebody just dis- being a weirdo a uh. And yeah. B, just destroying the Boston Celtics from the oh, inside. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. Although we we will have a we will have a alternate theory of what was de- what was destroying the Boston Celtics at the end of this. Um, uh, so Doug Gottlieb told this yeah. story about how he heard that uh, the Boston Celtics were having a film a film session uh-huh. and. Uh, Kyrie Irving walked in and said to Brad Stevens, what does government mean to you? That feels like a very typical Kyrie (laughs) eternal college freshman type question. Also, but, but that's not like, that isn't like a vague philosophical concept. Like, Government actually has a pretty strong and tangible meaning, mm-hmm. I would say. But maybe he was just soliciting ideas for his future, you know, utopian eco-commune. Don't you think it was his, like, uh, that was shade at Brad Stevens, though. You know what I mean? It's like... You know what I mean? Like, uh... I, I'm trying to follow your meaning, but I don't know what you mean. <laughs> like, Brad Stevens is supposed to be in charge. You know what I mean? 
of oh, the Boston so Celtics. So he's like, what does government mean to you? Because I think this is now an anarcho-syndicalist organization. Exactly. The workers are in charge. Yes. I do not. I think that that is just the kind of question that Kyrie Irving asks people. Like, Can we get a Kyrie podcast? Look, I'm anti-player podcasts. Unless it's Kyrie Irving asking people questions like that. And honestly, Kyrie, come on round ball. Whenever you want. No, uh, okay, Kyrie is allowed on. Look, we've said this before. There Uh are only three players we'd ever have on round ball rock. Well, two, and now it's three. We would have Kyrie Irving on. Um, Uh, Anthony Randolph being one of the... Who was the other one besides Anthony Randolph? And Jack Cooley. Jack Cooley. Summer League hero Jack Jack Cooley. Cooley. We should actually... Here's what I'm going to say, Joey. I think we could get Jack Cooley. <laughs> um, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, and Doug Gottlieb it. talked about this story like this was the worst thing a person could ask someone in the morning. He was like, he didn't ask, how are your kids, Brad? He didn't say, my knee's feeling good today, Brad. He didn't say, how are we going to solve this pick and roll coverage? He said, what does government mean to you? Look, I'd rather have someone ask me what government meant than to say... How are we going to solve this pick and roll coverage? I'd be like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> you're you're coming to a film session. It's like definite. Like that's it's what we're here to discuss <laughs> later. Also, it's like uh, I can't believe Kyrie didn't greet his coaches in the morning with, "Man, I stole so much cool stuff last night." Yeah. Again. It is stunning that Doug Gottlieb has a job. <laughs> Just stunning. <laughs> okay, so this guy. Here's my question about Kyrie Irving ghosting the Celtics. Yes. Do you think he's actually just uh getting ready for his haunted hotel movie that he's going to have to start oh, filming here? He's, he's getting he's a, a he's method, method acting, yeah. <laughs> But also, I like that the media, which has been trying to drive Kyrie Irving out of Boston and been talking about how delighted they would be to see him leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at one particular editor-in-chief. Uh, Is it someone who <laughs> maybe had uh, Ben Shapiro on a podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he says you got to see both sides of Kyrie. Do you... <laughs> Drive him to the airport yourself, or do you hire him a car? You gotta see <laughs> both sides. Um, so yeah, so Kyrie's gone. What about the what about the Boston's other other all star? Oh, Al Horford. Yeah, uh, he's also opted out and is leaving. <laughs> oh well, he you no, know, he he opted out, but he might he might resign with Boston for a longer deal, right? Uh, that's Did what Wo- people thought when he opted out today, and then. Uh, Two hours later, Woj was like, yeah, he's not coming back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, basically, Woj said he was opted out. Uh, Maybe an hour later, Mark Stein, um, the the wholesome... uh, Friendly Woj. Woj's good-hearted enemy, (laughs) would you say? He's not like he's not necessarily Woj's. Well, he might be Woj's arch enemy, actually. 
I mean, he's not an enemy. Rival, he's, maybe? I would say he's his foil. Yeah. I mean, there are rivals, but I kind of think that uh, Mark Stein is Woj's rival, but Woj is not Mark Stein's rival. Does that make sense? Yeah, I would say that. Well, yeah. but I don't know. One of them has an actual grievance with the other one. Because right. uh, <laughs> Woj got Mark Stein fired for absolutely no reason. <laughs> and I still kind of feel like Mark Stein is still, you know, he's creatively fulfilled by, you know, basketball and tennis and uh, Cal State, State Fullerton. Athletics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and don't forget about English Premier League soccer. Oh, yeah, I think he's, is he a, and I don't remember what team he likes, but. He does. He is. Tottenham, maybe. Sounds like he. I think he is a Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> um, weirdly, I believe that he's the only person on NBA Twitter that actually is an English Premier League fan. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's just him and Steve Nash, and Nash doesn't really tweet very much. <laughs> um, the rest of the people are just kind of, you know, talking about it because yeah, to um, seem interesting. Um. <laughs> So I read I read a convincing theory um, about Al Horford's destination. If that Mark Stein report that the, he has a four year, hundred million dollar contract waiting for him, there's basically. Well, I guess he could go to the Lakers, mm-hmm. but I, I just don't think that's likely because they only have they're only once they once they get rid of their young players. Uh, they're well, we'll only going to have that in a minute yeah. too. <laughs> but they're only going to have three players left, and they're all power forwards mm-hmm. or centers. So I don't, I don't know if Al Horford fills a need as much there. Um, I mean, I didn't anyway, think Michael Beasley would fill a need for them last year either, but Al didn't. So, <laughs> but they thought he did. We're still in the they think they they do uh, range. Right. Remember, <laughs> I would just I would just think that at some point they would want like at least a small forward. Mm-hmm. That's all. I would think maybe they'd want a uh, someone under six seven. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> But uh, so f- so as for teams that could afford that uh, and are seemingly playoff contenders, I don't I don't think Al Horford's heading to Sacramento even after they've ditched that Harrison Barnes albatross. Um, that so would that- be so tight if he was though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> what if he left like- Boston to go to Sacramento? <laughs> He's just like I like Buddy Heald. I like Fox. I think I can really help Marvin Bagley. Yeah, it it would really improve the Kings. I gotta say, like, like if they if they want to give Al Horford a four year max, the I mean, Giles Bagley Horford front court, end, but but he certainly fills a need, and then they could just not sign Willie Cauley Stein, which is almost as much of a positive, I think, as they should do that at, anyway. Yeah. Hey, why do we keep talking about the Kings? <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, well, okay, so there's there's there are there are four playoff teams that have a lot of cap space now, and that is Utah, Brooklyn, Indiana, and the Clippers. Indiana uh, already has two centers. Jackie McMullen says Indiana is going hard after him, though. Isn't that weird? 
Well, there've been weird rumors all week about Indiana trying to trade Miles Turner. Oh, well, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like, I mean, that's also weird that, I mean, I guess they like Sabonis better. Who knows? That team also has like seven free agents. I would definitely trade for Miles Turner if I could. Yes. (laughs) Miles Turner's cool. (laughs) He's He's a very good defensive player. Um, Anyway, um, he could be going a lot of places, but uh, I would say that the two most likely places are the Nets and the Clippers, I think. I I really don't think Al Horford's going to Utah unless he hated Gordon Hayward just that much. (laughs) Well, Jackie Uh, McMullen also said Mm -hmm. uh, these guys are leaving because of Brad Stevens, basically. Yeah, even though you would think, I guess, I guess because he, everyone says that Brad Stevens as your coach is as good as adding a superstar. What does it mean? Maybe they're fine with having Brad Stevens as the coach, literally meaning you're losing multiple superstars. <laughs> I mean, Jackie McMullen said basically the turmoil in the locker room started when he start when he was force feeding Gordon Hayward. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and I bet also, do you think there was a little resentment that Gordon Hayward had so many commercials, too, <laughs> for a guy that uh, uh not particularly popular? Yeah, but his or- commercials are for, like, weird, specific gaming things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, I mean, look, like, his, Gordon- he is the Gamergate, uh, he's the Gamergate, uh, NBA player. Apologist, right? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> um, well, I mean, I've I've said this before. It is weird when a grown man wants to play for his college coach mm-hmm. as an adult. Um, but I think that after he got injured, do, do you remember playing like a little league and and being on a team with the coach's kid? Yeah. And that's like like a weird situation where you're like, I don't know how good this guy is, but since his dad's the coach, he's pitching every other game. Right. Um, now imagine that someone was treated like the coach's kid, but wasn't actually the kid. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Gordon Hayward is actually Brad Stevens's dad, right? Yeah, I think that <laughs> might be true. I mean, it's a lot, there's a lot of weird parenting issues around the Boston Celtics. The legal adoption of Terry Rozier, mm-hmm. uh, the abandonment of Tanner Ainge. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and also Boston does not particularly, even because of this Gordon Hayward deal, I don't think they particularly have a ton of salary cap space, even with these guys opting out. Uh, they have twenty million. Well, uh, who, who's the best white free agent, Joey? JJ Redick. Yeah, I was going to ask: Is Ricky Rubio white? He's not, right? <laughs> eh, he counts. He counts. <laughs> I never know what to do with Spaniards because um... it's not, it's not really. I mean, look, it is. <laughs> America has a different kind of racism as other countries. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it might be Ricky Rubio. It might be. Uh, um, it, it might be JJ Redick. 
That's what I'm thinking. I don't Vucevic, think he... maybe. Oh, that's who it is. That's who they're going after. It'll... Vucevic is gonna. They're gonna overpay Vucevic. Oh, what a core. <laughs> uh, Joey, how happy has this week in Boston sports uh, made you? Pretty happy. Yeah, pretty happy. I gotta say. I, look, I po- apologies to Dubberoo and to Jeff Malloy, Clary, to Mike Jeff Clary, to uh, Josh Gondelman. But bo- boy, is this funny, Joey. Yeah. Uh, real funny. Um, yeah. Here's a question, Sean. Mm. Are Jason Tatum and the Memphis pick worth this? <laughs> Look, all Danny Ainge wants is future picks, and if that means losing superstars in the present, so be it. He's like should have drafted Markel Fultz. You know what this is like. He is like <laughs> None the of guy this in... happens if they draft <laughs> yeah. Markel Fultz. <laughs> he's uh, he's like a guy. He's like the guy in that Twilight Zone episode who. People keep distracting him and wanting him to actually play basketball games when all he wants to do is be to left be left alone and look at his future pick obligations. Mm-hmm. And then he gets stuck in a bomb cellar and he comes out. He's holding all his future picks and his glasses break and he's like, oh, no, it's not fair. And then the Chipotle is also burned down. Uh, OK, Sean. Yeah. Is it Tillman time? It's Tillman time, baby. All right. Uh, Robot, play the Tillman time drop. It's Tillman time. That's right. Texas Tillman, Trump supporter, state house man, and billionaire buyer. Houston Rockets motherfucker. Tillman time. How does Tillman describe himself? A motherfucker. (laughs) Tillman time. Um, All right, Sean, what's up with our our least favorite slash favorite NBA owner, the owner of the Houston Rockets, uh, the owner of the Bubba Gum Shrimp Company, the owner of the Rainforest Cafe, the owner of, I cannot remember any of those other weird restaurants we read that last time we did this, uh, <laughs> Tillman Fertitta. What's he been up to this week? Well, he's not staying out of the media spotlight, Joey, because <laughs> uh, the Rockets appear to be in turmoil. Completely imploding. <laughs> That video that was going around Twitter today of <laughs> CP3 trying to fist bump James Harden and James Harden slapping it away is the greatest. It's, it's so good. And apparently that's been happening for months, Phys- mm-hmm. like literally and metaphorically. Um, so reports came out this week that... Chris Paul demanded a trade away from Houston. Mm-hmm. And then James Harden also demanded that Chris Paul be traded mm-hmm. away from Houston. That's rare. I mean, it did also happen with Dwight Howard, I believe. Where uh, didn't Dwight Howard demand make a like it's me or James Harden declaration. And then Daryl Morey's like, did you did. 
do you want to rethink that? Do you want to like come into my <laughs> office again and say something else? Because <laughs> you you know who I'm going to pick, right, Dwight? Uh, I would say the same thing is going to happen with Chris Paul. No, the, who on the Rockets would be like, you know what? There's a five ten, broken down guy. Uh, who gets hurt all the time? He's thirty-eight. <laughs> he's thirty-eight years old. He's uh, he's he has the most annoying personality yeah, in the NBA. He's alienated every good player he's ever played with. He's ever played with in three different situations. It usually didn't take very long. He um, well, in, he's only in, thirty-four. Like, he's not thirty-eight, but and, he and might as well he, be. Yeah, what's he what's he known for in clutch situations? Well, um, blowing playoff games and playoff series. By uh, trying to get fouled instead mm-hmm. of playing basketball, uh, complaining a lot, uh, falling down a lot. He yells at everyone constantly. Yeah, yeah. Refs, the opponents, uh, his own coaches, his own uh-huh. teammates. Um, like, like breaks oh, the spirit. Oh, and State Farm ads. Of, oh, and State Farm ads, <laughs> where his personality is that uh, he's he's a victim of poltergeists. <laughs> And that in a metaphor and for his what only he, friend is his insurance agent, his insurance agent, which is deeply true. It was fine when it was his long lost twin brother. That made sense. But he's hanging out with a, a man in his mid 50s all the time because he's driven everyone else away. And then the State Farm commercials are just a metaphor for the effect that that uh, Chris Paul has on an organization where everything just begins to fall apart in insane inexplicable ways like like just you know like his microwave explodes or you know he blows a, a huge lead to the Houston Rockets mm-hmm. and uh Josh Smith and Corey Brewer you know just like catastrophic failures that come out of nowhere you know Quinn Cook beats him uh, 48-year-old Manu Ginobili blocks his shot, and then he... And then That was and, James Harden. Actually, sorry. <laughs> like, I, I had my, my sourpusses confused. Um, James Harden isn't a sourpuss to me, though. Uh, he also seems to not be great at, uh, like, forging relationships with his teammates, necessarily. I don't think that's fair. I think guys like James Harden. Just not just Dwight saying, Howard saying, and Chris Paul. I'm just saying that's his two most prominent teammates of the last five years. I mean, Durant and Westbrook loved him. And I Ibaka. guess, but he, but he forced his way out of town. He didn't do that. You know this. kind of did, Joey. Uh, come on, man. Well, look, they cheaped out, but I'm, I'm saying James Harden was ready to go. Sure. Um. So yeah, apparently Chris Paul has been reaching out to Harden for a while and getting ignored, much as his fist bump was being slapped away. Well, that's apparently- just because his uh, James, your phone doesn't work when you're in international waters on a boat full of uh, IG models. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's that's yeah. James Harden is well. Also, his phone is often uh, covered with foam. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Parties. Uh. Yeah, and I think I think when you're in like, you know, a, a beautiful palace in Dubai, sometimes mm-hmm. you have to <laughs> surrender your 
personal device. Right. You're not that's why he, that's a lot of the places James Harden is. You can't record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't allow phones in champagne rooms. Yeah. I don't think. Um, <laughs> Are there any good quotes about this, Joey? Um, yes. <laughs> There's lots of them. Uh, quote. This is what a source told Yahoo Sports. Quote. There's no respect at all on either side. They need to get away from one another. Chris doesn't respect James's standing in the league, and James doesn't respect the work Chris has put in to this point. Mm-hmm. Chris wants to coach James. James looks at him like, you can't even beat your man. Just shut up and watch me. I would say that maybe Chris Paul should respect James Harden's standing in the league. Mm-hmm. Considering Chris Paul has zero MVPs and James Harden has two. And, uh, well, he only has one. No, he is the player's MVP, too. Remember? Oh, that one. That's, that's <laughs> but hasn't he come in second like three or four times? Yes, and yep. he's going to come in second again. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, Sean, yes. don't, don't disrespect the one year they gave out the player's MVP. <laughs> yeah, just as, as the NBA's continuing attempt to disrespect Steph Curry. <laughs> um uh, Paul barked at D'Antoni to keep Harden on the bench while he was running the second unit. Harden simultaneously would lobby or demand to check back into the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently the teammates don't like that uh, James Harden does not really run the D'Antoni system a lot of the time. I mean, that's fair. I understand not liking that. And I think that I think it makes them maybe... Look, man, I'm, yeah, I can see that. Uh, this again, though, uh-huh. I hate to keep harking back to this, but uh, there are three guys who came out of Oklahoma, a coachless Oklahoma City Thunder, and they all kind of play the same. Um, You know what I mean? I, I know what you're saying, but I do not agree. <laughs> uh, just like a lot of guys who really love to ISO when other people are doing stuff around the court. Um, just saying, maybe maybe getting coaches uh, early are yeah. important. You know what I mean? <laughs> are you saying that PJ Carlissimo did not guide Kevin Durant? Yeah, maybe Scott and Brooks, Russell Westbrook too. Correctly? Yeah, yeah. And James Harden, yeah. I'm pretty sure Scott Brooks maybe, uh, you know, you install a system early in... You well, know, I'm, I just think players learn habits and then uh, maybe and also same goes with Chris Paul. Like um, maybe if he had some coaches that didn't allow him to just constantly scream at everybody all the time, things would also yeah. be different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> Harden and Durant both, I believe, were coached by a bicker staff at one point. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> um, I loved this quote, Joey. Chris has a personality where he just doesn't let anything go. He just keeps pestering and pestering and pestering and pestering and pestering. Sometimes James has had enough, and not just him. That what, That's what makes Paul a winner and also what keeps him from being a big-time winner. He's got to temper that. Mm-hmm. And James also, James Harden does not like Paul's, quote, grading personality. Joey, is Chris Paul going to temper that? No. Absolutely not. Never. That's a really good summation of, like, the sort of admirable perseverance of Chris Paul and then 
Wyatt is totally dysfunctional. Uh, our friend Julian Rodriguez summed up Chris Paul perfectly in a text to us earlier today. Uh-huh. Where he said, um, <laughs> CP3 is basketball, quote, I was told by Apple Care, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at Juice Manji on Twitter, follow Julian. Really, really quality Twitter follow. So, Man. Sean. Yeah. Luckily, this is the w- only thing that's come out about the Rockets being a mess this week, right? Uh, Joey, um, you got to remember what segment we're in the middle of. Tillman time. I mean, but this is Tillman related. He owns his team. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it wouldn't be Tillman time if we didn't get some great words from uh, the billionaire buyer's mouth. Uh, Yeah, there was a giant Rockets are a mess expose before this came out two days before. (laughs) Because they've they've also been trying to screw over Mike D'Antoni and repeatedly (laughs) lying about contract (laughs) negotiations. In other words... Uh, they they were trying to add a year on his contract, but only at two and a half million, and making it non guaranteed if he gets fired, which is mm-hmm. the opposite of a guaranteed contract. <laughs> and people have said that uh, part of the reason that the Rockets have been struggling is that Tillman Fertitta doesn't want to pay the luxury tax because he, I don't know, borrowed. Hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars and sold a bunch of bonds to even buy the team. Yeah, (laughs) and also you know all of his money is locked up in uh, billion dollar buyer deals on CNBC. (laughs) Billion dollar buyer buyer deals. He's buying buying billions of dollars worth of honey from Uh someone for a reality television show. Well, he has he has a quarter of a million dollars just tied up in prime rib. Oh, speaking of shit, speaking of Tillman Fertitta, we forgot to bring this up before this. Part of the reason we even debuted the segment is uh, to pitch our Round Ball Rock listener meetup at Summer League this year, uh, Mm -hmm. which, of course, takes place July 8th, Monday, (laughs) July 8th at 9 p.m. at the Golden Nugget Casino, which Mm -hmm. is owned by Tillman Fertitta Mm -hmm. in downtown Las Vegas. And Sean, where are we meeting? We're meeting at, at the, the Tillman for Tita <laughs> slot machines. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like uh, wearing the band of a shirt to their concert. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> putting a slot machine of yourself in your own casino. And look, if anyone wears a Tillman for Tita shirt, mm-hmm. I will give you the $5 to play the slot machine. The Tillman for Tita slot machine. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, also, I would like a shirt, a Tillman Fertitta shirt, if you have one. Yeah. But Sean, read us some some classic Tillman Tillmanisms from okay. the Tim McMahon article. So Tillman Tillman's still mad. Mm-hmm. Um, when I even hear a mention of trying to save money on a bus or something else stupid, I'm just fucking furious because it's so far from the truth. Okay, Fertitta says, his voice rising. Yeah. I'll try to take that direction. Did I say I don't want to be in the fucking tax one out of three years? I don't want to get in the repeater tax. Absolutely. Okay, but I would have spent whatever this past year if Maury would have said, I can get this player, and this guy's going to help us win a championship. 
The only reason we weren't in it last year is because people said no. People named Tillman Fertitta. Okay. <laughs> I'm disappointed that I got, it got talked about in the press, and I'm disappointed I responded in the press. He says to a reporter. Report, That's the reporter. best one. <laughs> I'm so disappointed everyone is talking about our luxury tax situation in the pr- uh and that I talked about our luxury tax situation in the press and now Repeatedly. I'm disappointed in myself for talking about it in the press. It's crazy. <laughs> and then- also yeah, they, they made a trade. They gave up a first round pick right before the trade deadline. In order to get under the luxury tax. And mm-hmm. he's acting like it just came out of nowhere and they did it by accident. That pick just traded itself. Well, and there was also a quote from Daryl Morey in this article that I don't have in front of me, but I'm paraphrasing, where he was like, Yeah, yeah, Tillman said, uh, I just couldn't pay the tax, uh, the tax, um, I have to get under it one time in three years, and I was going to get under it in 2020, but then, you know, I figured I'd get under it this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, meanwhile, he's famously trying to lowball his coach without hiring a new coach. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, Daryl Morey was so mad at him, he fired all the coaches yeah. that were under this coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And um, and now he's he's furious about the Chris Paul contract, which he definitely agreed to mm-hmm. when he traded for Chris Paul right after buying the team. Yeah. Um, Joey, do you think it's going to be easy to trade Chris Paul? No, I don't think so either. He's uh, that's one hundred and twenty million dollars for three years. And it is possible that Chris Paul is not good anymore but definitely whoever trades for him is gonna add a lot of yelling to their team mm-hmm. where do you think who where are the most likely destinations for chris paul though because i got a couple well i mean i could see him ending up in utah for sure mm-hmm. they'd love him uh there. And there's, like, enough salary to go back the other way. Yeah, and, it's like favors and Exum and then something. And, like, that else. contract will expire right when Donovan Mitchell's uh, extension would kick in. So I could see Utah thinking, like, we're probably not going to lure a free agent. Uh, and also, they like playing really slow, I think, too, right? And that's... Sean, though, who would yeah. you rather have? Uh-huh. Um, Mike Conley... Or Chris Paul? Uh, Mike Conley, easily. Yeah, me too, I think. I mean, it, it, it would have been a... I think it would have been a different question... Two years like a ago. A year or two yeah. ago, but but I think Mike Conley's better right now, mm-hmm. and he's owed way less money, and yeah. he's younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, Chris Paul has definitely had a better career, and his peak was higher, but I just think Mike Conley like, contributes a lot more now. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't yell at everybody all the time. He has like yeah, good yeah. relationships with his teammates. <laughs> um, yeah, he FaceTimed with Marcus All while Marcus All was celebrating a championship. Yeah. Um, okay. Where else do you think Chris Paul could go? 
I mean, the Knicks make so much sense, Joey. Oh, my God. That's so depressing. Pairing him with Harrison Barnes, (laughs) Kevin Knox, Frankie Smokes, Mitchell Robinson. Frankie Smokes, look. Frankie Smokes is the most Maury gets him back player possible, though. Yeah, that is true. That is true. He's going back. (laughs) I have a suggestion. Yeah. What about the Orlando Magic, Sean? Ooh. Um I don't know how it works. It seems insane. Like I don't I don't know what <laughs> they would send like it it seems like they don't need that. <laughs> I would say. I'm just there's, saying there's better ways to do that. <laughs> it just seems very expensive. <laughs> Not, not that they like have a lot of salary obligations or anything, but at the same time, I'm like, well, would they really they do, really like, need a they point want guard? That? <laughs> now, gr- now, granted, and plus maybe good, CP3 but, could yell at uh, Markel Fultz's labrum. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, good boating town, I would say. <laughs> All right, Sean. What about the Los Angeles Clippers? <laughs> Unfortunately, the Lakers can't just can't do it. Yeah, there's just no way to do it. They just, I thought, you know, we were dreaming of it, a banana boat reunion, but I don't. But that I, was pre Anthony Davis. <laughs> no, I mean, they just, they, they like, you know, they're down to five or six players on their roster now, right? Mm hmm. So I, I, I don't know how they would ever do it. <laughs> I just don't even know if they have the money to do it right now because, you know, Polenka doesn't understand dates. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but (laughs) also you have to match like a $38 million salary for next year. (laughs) Well, no, but they could take him into space if they had the 27, right? And then, no, I don't think they could do it. There's no way they're going to get to 30. (laughs) They're only like 23 million under the cap right now or something. You know, um, they, they have, like, a bunch of moves they can make to get to, like, 32, but... I have another hilarious yeah. suggestion. Okay. Sean. Uh-huh. What about the Minnesota Timberwolves? <gasps> and send Wiggins back? Yeah. I'd love that. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it would be so great that Carl Anthony Towns, like, once Jimmy Butler was gone, he just blossomed uh-huh. last year. Like, like just <laughs> unstoppable, playing free... And then he gets an older, crankier man who's going to yell at him even more. I got and another he, one for you. Too. That's the thing. Like Chris Paul would also hate it. I got another good one. Okay. Chris Paul for John Wall straight up. I don't know if the Rockets would do that. <laughs> because... As bad as that Chris Paul contract is, I mean, you're you're at least getting th- like, like he'll be alive for those three years. With John Wall, it's I could see him like falling down a flight of stairs. <laughs> I mean, like John Wall a... is a lot better than Chris Paul currently, though, when he's healthy. And yeah, a lot but younger. <laughs> but he's not playing next year. No, he's not. So. 
I'm just saying there are very few places you can actually trade him, and right, for right, John right. Wall is one of them. That is true. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe they'd just be like, fuck it, this is still better than having him yelling at everybody. <laughs> Dude, John Wall, the problem with, I don't think you could have John Wall and James Harden on the same team, because it would be like a real... Uh, party antics team, you know what I mean? Right, right. Like, you would actually want them to have a bad relationship because otherwise they're both going to gain 30 pounds over the summer. One of them might have alcohol poisoning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, Joey. Who is going to be James Harden's State Farm commercial replacement? I mean... I guess it. I guess it depends, it depends on, on where he goes. Yeah. Uh, is there a way? Is there a hilarious trade? Could he somehow end up in Oklahoma City? This seems like a weird Sam Presti move, too. You know what I mean? Where Sam yeah, Presti trade... somehow moves Stephen Adams for right, him? <laughs> right. Exactly. It's got to be like. It would have to be like Steven Adams and Dennis Schroeder for Chris Paul, something like that. Mm-hmm. So then you have Paul and Westbrook together. <laughs> that's that's what they should do. Somehow, like, get Capella involved, too, maybe? Oh, Capella would have to go to another team, I would think. It would be a three-team trade then, right? Well, Adams makes... Yeah, Adams only makes, like... twenty. Four or something. Five or something, yeah. and Capella makes like 17. But, but yeah, that, the that Chris Paul money. <laughs> it's, the... <laughs> it's such a big contract. Oh, man. What I think the... that's oh. what's going to happen. I think he's going to Oklahoma now that I think about this. This is such a fucking Presty move. You know what I mean? Just to like flip more coins for other coins you know what i mean <laughs> so taxed out they're gonna have to like just start actually racking in the stadium <laughs> um the other option that i i haven't thrown out joey it is it is a natural landing spot for disgruntled point guards it is a place that has a hole at the position is it the phoenix it's suns a, it is the phoenix suns joey god he'd hate that so much though I think he would punch Devin Booker. <laughs> right? Well, it would be I don't know, maybe maybe that's what Devin Booker needs in his life. Well, discipline. I don't know, man. Oh man, John I'll tell you who would fold Josh Jackson. I think He's Josh Jackson's in the trade. <laughs> He it's also seems Josh like a Jackson. weird guy Maury, like, is obsessed with. You know what I mean? He's like Wait, a total KJ McDaniels type. TJ Warren, Warren and, like... TJ Warren and uh, Harden Elliot are a Oldo. terrible combination. Just terrible. I'll just, well, I think he might be, like, the highest salaried guy on the oh, Suns. of course he point. is. Yeah. I'm just I saying mean, he's a, has a giant extension too. horrible but. fit. <laughs> <laughs> wow he he's only gonna go hilarious places yep that's the good 
It's going to be so funny. I hope it happens tomorrow. Yeah. Um. All right, Sean. Is it time? I think it is time. Okay. Um. For those of you that don't know, uh, me and Sean are just like some dudes who don't care about the math of like sports. Um, we're yeah, as as per our trade suggestions, right there. Yeah. Um. But, uh, analytics are incredibly popular. Uh, when you follow basketball, and we have our own podcast within a podcast about the analytics of basketball, and it's called Slammed Up with uh, capologists. Is that what we'd call them? What are they? I mean, there are a lot of things, but yeah, I would say capologists. Uh, yeah, Brett Slamson and Randy Ledoux. This and, is Slammed uh, Up. So here's the newest episode Samson of the pod Randy within Ledoux. a pod. Slammed Up with Brett Slamson Analytics. and Randy Ledoux. Friendship, efficiency, and promo codes. These guys are fucking dorks. Welcome to Slammed Up, the analytics podcast uh, within the uh, often unserious Round Ball Rock podcast. Uh, has some jokes, apparently. Uh, I don't really like jokes. I like things that are factually true and backed up by statistics uh, with me as often. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm Brent Slamson. Got to introduce myself and uh, also introduce my uh, mostly time co-host with me as often. It's Randy Ledoux. Randy, how are you doing? Uh, I'm pretty tired, but um, other than that, I'm doing okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These, uh, these, uh, the excitement of the, uh, the pre-draft NBA is almost as exciting as the pre-free agency, post-free agency, and of course, uh, post-trade deadline periods. Uh, very exciting time in the NBA right now. Be- before we talk about that, uh, let's talk about one of our sponsors. Um, our first sponsor this week is uh, Kavon's Balloonies. Uh, this is the balloon wholesaler uh, created and funded by uh, oft-injured Warrior Center Kavon Looney. Uh, these balloons are great. They are fairly durable. Um, some of them have broken strings, but somehow they are still able to elevate uh, six to seven inches off the ground. Uh, they come in many a variety of shapes. Uh, there's Dracula. There is uh, the Frankenstein balloonie and, of course, the uh, ever-popular Cliff Robinson, Uncle Cliffy balloonies. Uh, so you want to get in on these. Uh, we have to warn you, they might terrify children. They might uh, anger podcast hosts. Uh, but they are going to get a lot more expensive in a few weeks. So uh, you want to buy your first Kavon balloonie right now. And you can get your first one for 30% off using promo code Frankenstein is the name of the doctor, not the monster. Uh, that's easy to remember. We, we talk, talk about, about it, all, it the time. all the time. Yeah, I, I talk about it on the Internet a lot, too. Uh, there are people that uh, just don't know. They need to be educated. So uh, so check out your Kavon balloonie now and uh, elevate your party game. All right, Randy, uh, back to the podcast. Uh, first of all, we want to congratulate the Toronto Raptors and specifically GM Masai Ujiri for uh, all the great moves he made, uh, specifically clearing Jonas Valanciunas's future salary. Uh, it's one true. of the best moves. The way they won the pot, the way they won the championship this year is through cap space. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's uh, one of the classic tenets of basketball is uh, cap space wins championships. It provided proved to be true again this year. Uh, they paid very little luxury tax, but uh, one. Yes. So a big my finals MVP is mm-hmm. not having to pay Delon Wright and restricted free agency. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that should have taken the trophy. Uh, I would have voted for that as well. Uh, it's hard to have a unified MVP, obviously, for the finals, but that was incredible. Um, uh, Randy, do you want to walk us through the downside, the horrific downside of that uh, foolish championship, however? Oh, boy, it's one of the worst things that happened in Toronto history. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry earned $1.7 million in bonuses for winning the title. Oh, just Which you, that means you hate to see it. It's four point two five million dollars in tax. Shame on you, Masayu Jerry. Shame I'm, on you. Oh, I'm sorry. I just I just vomited up half a blue apron. Larry Tannenbaum, owner oh. of the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. You should fire everyone mm-hmm. for letting this happen. You blew it. You blew it. Raptors. I mean, I I can't even imagine what the conversion rate on that kind of tax is. Uh, uh, you know, they you're already faced with the uh, prohibitive taxes in uh, uh, pseudo socialist country of Canada, but putting the four point two million to five million in luxury tax, it just it makes me sick to my stomach, Randy. Honestly, it's true. Uh, there is some consolation in free agency, though. Uh, the 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 star the the I, I guess the ostensible finals MVP we know cap space really won it but uh not Kawhi paying Leonard. Delon Wright is what mm-hmm. should have won it in yeah, restricted yeah. free agency of course yeah yeah and uh you know and it's it's too bad maybe maybe it was that he was in Memphis he was not able to uh, be there in Oakland the, they did, he couldn't accept the award in person mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. guess you know not paying someone's contract. Would be hard for any the the an idea to accept an award. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Randy, you sound a little bit tired. What have you been up to? I'm insanely tired. I oh, got well, a job with a team. Oh, hey, that's uh, that's that's great. Uh, Dave, Are you uh, jealous? Well, you know, I I do send out a resume to every person I know in the NBA. Uh, every you also tag two to them in days. tweets. I tag them in tweets. Everyone. I tag. Uh, 15 to 16 people in every tweet. Uh, if people do not respond, I threaten them in direct messages. Sometimes I drive to their house and yell at them with a bullhorn. And, Sometimes uh, you, you know, demand a dollar on the Patreon. I do. I do. I demand a lot of dollars. And uh, that's because that's the mentality you need if you need a job in the NBA. How much 7-Eleven pizza do you eat? Uh, well, uh, I have five meals a day. And I would say that uh, usually I get the $2 deal. Uh, you know, I, you, you, know, because of my, my very oddly sized body, I, I burn a tremendous amount of calories just, mm-hmm. just walking around every day. But yeah, it's, uh, it is my favorite 7-Eleven item. It's the greatest one you can have. <laughs> but speaking of great items, we've got another Wait, sponsor. don't you want to hear more about my, my job? Well, you know, it's time for an ad read. We'll get back to it after this ad read. I'm sorry, Randy. We got to pay the bills somehow. Fair. That 7-Eleven pizza is not going to eat itself. Uh... A great item, a new one, is uh, Lou Chu. We're happy to be sponsored by Lou Chu. It is the chewable male performance enhancer from former Cavs coach 
near Lakers coach Tyron Liu. Uh, are you sick of your limp penis being stepped over by a more virile man in the bedroom? Is your hair turning gray and falling out? Are you unable to negotiate a coaching contract to completion? Then you need Luchu, which works four times faster than a male enhancement film and 40 times faster than it takes Dan Gilbert to achieve a full erection. Uh, technically, only eight times faster than it takes him when you're whispering the mortgage is in default into his ear. Uh, Luchu is great. I'm a, I'm a user myself. I don't need the help, but sometimes I like the, the bonus uh, of it. It's like an and one for your boner. Uh, side effects include hospitalization, uh, believe in flat earth theories, and uh, uncontrollable erections whenever you drink chocolate milk. But that is just a part of normal adult Kevin lovemaking. Uh, and you can get your first trial bottle of Luchu using promo code 5-Hour Erection. Uh, it's easy to remember. Uh, we talk about it all the time you on the podcast. You talk about it all the time. I don't want I... to be associated well, you know, uh, you're part of it now. Uh, you're responsible. So uh, thank you, Luchu. And, uh, okay, Randy, I want to hear more about this NBA job, as, as much as I, it's making me furiously jealous. I am currently working as an, a consultant, mm-hmm. question mark, for the yeah. Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, hey, that's uh, that's fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. Recently acquired Anthony Davis. Uh, that's what, what I'm the... working on oh you're working on the anthony davis deal mm-hmm. oh well randy i can i ask you a favor sure can you describe uh the 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 anthony davis trade the particulars of it well actually no you, you don't have to do that tell me what you're doing to work okay. on that trade well um you know general manager rob palenka uh yeah yeah um yeah. he saw the movie Avengers Endgame this week, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he learned that small people can go back in time. Mm-hmm. That's uh, totally, I don't see how that's a logical flaw in the culmination so of a uh, 20 movie series. He's Continue. asked me to, because I'm small, mm-hmm. um, to go back in time for him. Whoa, well that's, I didn't know you were capable of that, To Randy. negotiate moving the trade from July uh, 6th to July 30th. Oh, my gosh. Well, right, Randy, is there a way that could be achieved without the benefit of time travel? No. Hmm. Well, I guess, I guess, wow, so that's... He also told me that Kobe Bryant saw the movie and then uh, went to dinner with Tony Stark. Oh, well, uh, Randy, um... You... Which I guess is a spoiler alert if I guess, you're I guess that familiar is a... of two stories and the Avengers mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we won't say any more about that. No, 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 no. Um, well, that, that sounds exciting. I guess I guess you're tired from traveling into the quantum realm. No, where... I can't do that. Oh. I'm tired from spending all his money! Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> Buying second round picks. Uh, so, uh, can you describe the particulars of the Anthony Davis trade? Uh, yeah, the Lakers got Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. and the um, New Orleans Pelicans got Brandon Ingram. Oh, he's, he's very Very young. switchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so repeatable shooting motion. No, it's uh, it's uh, it's random. It's it's almost as if a random number generator were were determining the path of his arms. Uh, you know, I do I do see a lot of myself in 
Brandon Ingram, both in uh, his his wildly akimbo arms, his inability to put on weight, uh, his uh, his interest in the FetLife community. Uh, Excuse his, me? He's been, he's been in a couple of pyramid schemes. Uh, I see a lot of myself in him. Uh, we're both slender men. We're in the slender men club. So uh, that's that's very exciting for us. But uh, what did what else did the did the Pelicans receive in return? Well, they got Lonzo Ball. Oh, he's so young, switchy, so young, young very flesh. switchy. Yeah, a lot of lot of wear and tear um, left in those internal organs. Not so repeatable shooting motion. Lonzo Ball, he's uh, switched before and he'll switch again. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so repeatable shooting motion though. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's like like throwing a twenty sided dice in uh, some kind of nerd game. <laughs> also, didn't you rip off? Didn't you steal one point five million dollars from him? No, it did. It was a totally legitimate investment that may have gone under, and uh, you know we're still we're still waiting for uh, the Cayman Islands to report back on exactly what happened in that uh, mysterious situation that is not uh, a criminal act whatsoever, according to the government of the Cayman Islands and uh, three very reputable bankers in Switzerland. Okay, uh, they also got Josh Hart. Who does have a repeatable shooting motion, mm-hmm. but not switchy. Not not as switchy, but he does have a repeatable shooting motion. And uh, how yeah, do you feel can, about Josh Hart's one body? Through two. What's that? How do you feel about Josh Hart's body? You know, it uh, it actually just reminds me of uh, I would say the welfare state in that it's uh, it's a little bloated. It's a little bloated, mm-hmm. Randy. Okay, they also got a 2019 first rounder, which is oh, number four overall. Nice. In a three-person draft. Oh, let me pop a couple loo chews. Okay, all right, continue. Uh, they also got a 2021 first rounder, but it's top eight protected. Wait, wait, so they, they don't get it if it's one through eight? No, they get it if it's one through eight. Oh, oh yeah, okay, keep going. And if it doesn't convey, it becomes an unprotected pick in oh, 2022. Oh, oh. Yes, okay, tell uh, me more. Okay, they also got a 2023 unprotected pick swap. Oh, oh, they could just, oh, a pick that's switchy? Unlimited switchiness, and it's a future pick four years in the future. That's got to be the most erotic asset they received, Randy. Um. Okay. They also got an unprotected 2024 first rounder. Oh, it's, it's a totally raw dogged pick. Oh, pure. And then they got so a, risky. They got another unprotected pick swap in 2025. Oh! Oh my God! Oh! Oh, the person they switch with. Could only be 12 years old at this point. Oh, my God. Oh, Randy, that is the most erotically satisfying NBA trade in, in quite some time. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I, I need... Do you need to smoke uh, a cigarette? I do, but I also need to talk about uh, one of our new sponsors. It is uh, it's a, it's a great sponsor. It is uh, inaudible.com. Now, these are uh, audiobooks read by... Toronto Raptors swingman uh, Kawhi Leonard. Now, if you're like me, you don't like audiobooks that are full of uh, overacting and the narrator's emotions. Uh, you just want good, concise narration that plays just as well as normal speed as it I does. Listen, I listen to audiobooks on 45 times speed. Yeah, well, I listen to everything at 35.x because I don't, again, have as much access to the, the quantum realm as you. Uh, I listen to... 
every There's audiobook. There's no such thing. Hey, Randy, you, you need to pipe so, down. You, you need to so pipe small. down in the middle you of the just keep getting smaller. There's no quantum realm. Randy, Randy I will smash you with, with my giant size 18 and a half feet if you do not let me finish this audiobook. I'll shrink so small you can't get to me. Hmm. Well, they, you've done it before, actually. Uh, this is good, concise narration that plays just as well at normal speed as it does at 3.5x, the speed I listen to all podcasts and audiobooks at. That's why the robotic monotones of Kawhi Leonard are perfect for the lawyer-slash-podcaster-slash-amateur-unlicensed-doula on the go. Uh, Kawhi displays no emotion. He gets through the books quickly and efficiently, and he absolutely refuses to acknowledge footnotes. It is fantastic. Uh, you can get your first trial a month of inaudible.com using promo code BOARDMAN. That's B-O-R-E-D-M-A-N. Uh, we talk about bored men all the time on this podcast. We sure do. And so uh, thank you, inaudible.com. Now, Randy, mm-hmm. speaking of Kawhi Leonard, the uh, the rumors are, the scuttlebutt, as they say, is that Kawhi Leonard don't, is going to leave. Don't use those, that bedroom talk here. Oh, sorry, I just, I'm still on uh, kind of an endorphin high. And also the uh, the Luchu is really, really raising the stakes here in my crazy, uh, awkward akimbo body. But uh, so, Randy, what do you think happens to the Toronto Raptors if Kawhi Leonard does leave in free agency? think they'll miss him that much i mean he just turned 27 so he's Mm -hmm. a year away from being dead Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you know you know the last thing you want to do is pay a max player uh a a, 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 someone older than 26 uh Mm -hmm. max money right you're you're getting one year out of them and then you're paying for a plot in the boneyard Mm -hmm. plus Mm -hmm. if he leaves maybe marcus all opt out you could get yeah. that corpse out of there. Oh, that's so fantastic. Now, look, they're, the Raptors are poised to have the second best offseason of any team in the Eastern Conference. Uh, the best team, of course, is the Boston Celtics. Oh, I love what's going on there. Yeah, they've uh, this is uh, this is incredible. Uh, Randy, have you ever tried to give away furniture and you have to, to schedule it with a sanitation company and pay a disposal fee? No, all of my furniture is made of matchsticks. Oh, that's right. Well, you know, I I have to have a uh, triple sized love seat because of uh, the extreme length of my my legs and specifically the size of my kneecaps. Uh, but uh, you know, this is like the time when you have uh, you know, just a giant, oversized, impractical couch that's just so stained from. Uh, from 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 years of lovemaking and uh, multi partner orgies, and uh, you leave it outside on the curb, and some some fool takes it away without having you having to pay a scavenging company. That's what just happened with uh, Al Horford's carcass. <laughs> Boston would have paid any amount of money to get that thirty three year old former living body, just a hunk of flesh. You know what, though, for a, for the Walking Dead, he's still pretty switchy. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is true. Like he's I, he must have been bitten by a very switchy zombie. Yeah, is the only explanation I have for this. And uh, they they also have uh, my my pick for the twenty twenty NBA MVP. Oh, who is uh, it? The Memphis Grizzlies first round pick. Oh. 
That is going to be the MVP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, I bet $1,500 on it in Las Vegas. Sounds like a winner. Once again, <laughs> you did it again, Brett Slamson. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Randy. Uh, now, Randy, what, what moves have you made so far on behalf of Rob Palenka? Um, or do you have any plans? No, I'm just going to keep taking this money until they stop paying me. Well, the yeah, man I... is an idiot. If I can, if I can give you a, a tip, you gotta hold on to Mo Wagner. Why? Well, you know, see, it's his Twitter activity. I don't want to get into it too much, but uh, he proved he's the he's the right kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't. He's got he's got the right philosophy. Just just check his uh, recent Twitter likes, and uh, I think you'll figure out that uh, you know he's doing a lot of things right. He's not like a lot of those young kids. He uh, he knows the difference between right and wrong. Oh, and also I wanted to uh, congratulate Harrison Barnes, a uh, former intern at my former multi-level marketing company before it was shut down by the Federal Trade Commission. Uh, great job, Harrison Barnes. Glad you're opting out. Hope you uh, have a very lucrative uh, next contract and uh, that you use some of that to buy uh, Brett Slamson essential oils. They're hey, they're great. Hey, Brett. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when Harrison Barnes worked for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he told me not to tell you, mm-hmm. but um, he used to call you the Whack Falcon behind your back. Oh, my God. Harrison Barnes, you are dead to me. Also, I believe you've already turned 27, so you're also dead to the NBA. Uh, that brings us to our last sponsor. You know who's not dead is the presidential campaign of Andrew Yang. That's our new sponsor. Uh he wanted, he added a personal note that UBI means universal basic income, not universal Brandon Ingram. And he also added that he thought somebody should make a joke about that, but not uh, Mike Gravel. Don't know who that is. Uh, he believes, Andrew Yang believes in human capitalism, which means that humanity is more important than money. The unit of an economy That's is. That's not true! I know. Get He's... this guy! This is crazy. The unit of economy is each person, not that each is dollar. This is, I don't know. Why did I accept this ad? Uh, he also I'm said, so Mark, upset. He also said markets exist to be as switchy as possible for our common goals and values. Okay, I am pretty well, that's into all that. Right. That's all right. Well, one out of three is not a great rate unless you're uh, unless you're uh, JaVale McGee <laughs> shooting from behind the arc. Or Sam uh, Hinkie drafting. Mm-hmm. And you can get... Andrew Yang's uh, just 370-page campaign uh, information and platform with, uh, you go to andrewyang.com and enter promo code ANDROIDPRESIDENT. Uh, We talk about it all the time on the podcast and in my fan fiction. So uh, thank you, Andrew Yang, for president, although uh, we're not going to be able to accept another ad like this. That that was the horribly disgusting hate speech in that ad. I apologize to you, Randy. I apologize to the listeners. I'm so upset. Mm. And I and I apologize to Howard Schultz, who I felt after he suspended his campaign, I could accept a rival sponsor. Uh, I, I made a mistake. Howard, get back in the race. Uh, the Schultz heads everywhere. Have your back. And especially, uh, I feel like I've been lobbying on behalf of both the uh, Ashley Madison exiles and the furry adjacent community. So that is that is quite a voting block that he has at his disposal. All right. 
Uh, Randy, what do you, so you're going to keep taking Rob Palenka's money. What are you going to use the money for, Randy? Wouldn't you like to know? Ooh, you're being very coy, Randy. It's not like you. I know, but I maybe have a surprise for you, Brett. It's a surprise for me. Uh, are you, are you going to tell me the surprise or is it, is it waiting? It's we'll, we'll talk about it later. Ooh, I love a serialization. Well, uh, also, I love a serial podcast, as uh, as you can tell by my my uh, continuing jailhouse correspondence with Adnan Syed. I don't know who that is. Serials uh, about Bo Bergdahl. Oh, you're right. You're right. Well, he's uh, he will not return my DMs anymore, unfortunately, Randy. Is it because you demanded Patre- uh, Patreon money from him because he's follow he's, he follows you for so long? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, I, I may have accused him of becoming a war criminal when he said he could only afford four dollars a month and not the five I demanded from him. Hmm. But he still has his access to uh, the Twitch stream. And uh, he's also a subscriber to uh, my uh, conspiracy scene. So so, you know what? He's, he's it's, it's OK. Uh, but I think that's all we have for Slammed Up. Randy, uh, where can people find you? Oh, follow me on tip TikTok. Ooh, great, great, great. I've been lip syncing so many. I I got a I got recordings of Larry Kuhn reading mm-hmm. the CBA. Ooh. And I okay. lip sync them on TikTok. Oh, that's that's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh well, as for me, I will be doing my own version of the Shams Cam uh for the trade deadline. You can see that on chatterbait.com. It'll be watching every pick and reacting to it's it. The Slams Cam. Own. Mm-hmm. The Slams Cam. You and, watch the uh, Slams Cam while slamming mm-hmm. on and Chatterbait. I, uh, Mm-hmm. Chatterbait.com. You can see me. Uh if there's a pick that is switchy enough and uh and and stretchy enough, uh, you may see me climax live on the Slams Cam. So check that out. All right. Thank you so much, Randy. Thank you so much to all I'm, our sponsors. I'm using Rob Polinka's money to. I'm gonna give you coins when that's happening because I don't think anyone else will. Well, I, I appreciate it, and uh, you know I perform better uh, when the coins make that jangle. Uh, that's when I pop in a luchu and so, I go to town. Thank thank uh. Thank Kevin Feige of Marvel for tricking Rob Palenka into giving you chatterbait coins. Fantastic. That's uh, I think the Russo brothers would be proud, Randy. All right, that's it for Slammed Up. Uh, back to you, Sean and uh, Joey. So... He works for Rob Palenka? Yeah, that that doesn't seem incur- I wouldn't be Do you think Anthony Davis knew about that before the deal happened? No, cuz it seems like he hired him after the deal, right? Cuz mm-hmm. it's about time mm-hmm. tra- I don't know. I and I if we have to hear him climax on the podcast again, I <laughs> Like shouldn't we be able to get out of the contract after that? They have a legal background. They mm-hmm. they it's <laughs> It's, it's an in... unbreakable contract. <laughs> we like don't have us... legal backgrounds, and they do. Why did we sign that contract? He's gonna he's gonna get us banned from Spotify, Joey. Uh, he probably is. 
I hate him. I also hate him. But you know what? Buy their album. Yeah. It's available at uh, uh, roundballrock.bandcamp.com. So the entire first season of Slammed Up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, you can hear the Ballad of Jeremy. Yes, that's true. That's uh, <laughs> that's phase one of Slammed Up, I believe. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Feige also is planning out Slammed Up. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean, what would you like to plug? Uh, I've got a bunch of draft content on Yardbark this week. There's going to be like three articles. I think two things are going up Friday, and there's one thing that's up right now. Oh, and I'll be uh, co-headlining the San Francisco Punchline on July 16th with uh, my good friend Alex Cole. Uh, check that out. Uh, should be announced now or something like that. Uh, it's a Tuesday night, so especially if you're a round ball what the fucker in the San Francisco area, see Sean co-headline the punchline before it closes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as for me, join us July 8th for the Round Ball What the Fucker meetup at the Tillman Fertitta Slot Machines, July 8th at 9 p.m. Uh, at the Golden Nugget in Las Vegas at the mm-hmm. Tillman Fertitta Slot Machines. <laughs> uh, and you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where 23 hours ago I tweeted, I kind of want adult braces. <laughs> He, I don't think he needs them. I think he just wants to punish himself. I mean, it would only mean bad things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The braces would somehow, like, nothing good ever happens to him. <laughs> All right. Um, trust the process. Uh, trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Let's get excited for more moves. Yeah. Oh, Sean, did you write a song? I did. It was, it was about the Celtics. Oh, great. Uh, well, that's playing under now. Sorry, I almost forgot that. I don't worry about it. It was a beautiful pod. The sun did around. I spent four whole hours talking to Ryan. Turned on TNT. Shawshank was playing. Kyrie belongs in jail. I was crying I'm running down Carrie Who never passed up a three Writing an oral history On how they're better with Terry Running down Carrie I felt so good Any free agent was possible Check the salary cap and masturbated The last three days Both of our All-Stars opted out I decided Al Horford Was properly rated I'm running down Kyrie He's not as good as Rocky Three. Smearing him since January Like Mayo on a BLT Running down Kyrie this is the ghost of Tom Petty. Up in heaven, we all agree that Grantland Jr.'s podcast has gone downhill since Jalen and Jacoby left. Also, St. Peter tells me that the Pods of America guys are definitely going to hell. I don't know what's with Coach Brad. 
but at least I know the earth is round. I'm eating crow like house eats shrimp, and I'm buying stock in Jalen Brown. I'm running down Carrie, way older than Jason T. Angie said you pulled me free, striking out in free agency, running down Carrie. I'm running down Carrie, who never passed up a three, writing an oral history on how they're better with Terry. Running down Carrie. Man, can you believe that Bill still gambles? Kevin Durant tore his Achilles tendon, and the Warriors still managed to win a finals game simply because Bill bet on Toronto to win in five. It's amazing. It's like a monkey's paw. It's jammed directly up his ass, which incidentally is something Stevie Nicks used to greatly enjoy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.